Hey everyone, we've made it to our final week of our breakthrough series, and today we're finishing up our series by talking about how to read scripture for breakthrough. In this video, we're going to go through five of the spiritual disciplines around reading the word. And I want to start with this passage from Romans 12, verse 2. Paul says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. And that's what these five spiritual disciplines are all about. It's about allowing God's word to get in you so that it changes the way that you approach life. It changes the way you think. It changes your whole mindset. And we're going to use an old tool from the navigators. It's called the word hand. It's an easy way to remember these five spiritual disciplines. Hearing the word, reading the word, studying the word, memorizing the word, and meditating on the word. So let's go ahead and break it down and we'll start with hearing the word. Now this is technically not reading, it's reading through someone else. And the question that you're going to ask here is, what can you learn about a passage from a godly pastor or a mentor? Paul says it like this in Romans 10 verse 17, faith comes from hearing, that is, hearing the good news about Christ. And earlier in Romans chapter 1, he says this good news tells us how God makes us right in his sight. This is accomplished from start to finish by faith. As the scriptures say, it is through faith that a righteous person has life. Now, the good news is only part of God's word. Of course, today we have all of scripture, all 66 books of the Bible. But if you think about it, the early church didn't have that. What did they have? They couldn't, you know, cuddle up on their chair and read the Bible, but they could go to church or go to synagogue and they could hear the word read aloud. And we can still do that today, whether that means going to church or meeting with a small group or a mentor or listening to a podcast. The first most basic way that you can get into scripture is to just listen to it from a trusted pastor or mentor. Now, the second way is reading the word. And we're talking about reading devotionally. And this is when you're reading for application and you're asking the question, what does the passage mean for you today? We see this in Revelation 1, 3. It says, God blesses the one who reads the words of this prophecy to the church and he blesses all who listen to its message and obey what it says for the time is near. The Apostle Paul gets more specific about how God's word blesses us in 2 Timothy 3. He says, all scripture is inspired by God and it's useful. What is it useful for? To teach us what's true to make us realize what's wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we're wrong. It teaches us to do what is right. God uses his word to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. That's why devotional reading is so important for all of us today. Devotional reading just means you're opening up God's word and you're saying, how is it going to speak to me today? What can God speak through his word into my life today. So maybe you have a devotional that you read, or you're going through uh, the books of the Bible, or you're reading through the Bible chronologically. There are lots of different ways to read devotionally, but devotional reading is a really important discipline for growing Christians. And if reading devotionally is about application, then this next one, studying the word, 
is reading for interpretation. And this is also really important. This is when you ask, what did the passage mean in its original context? Not just what does it mean for me, but what does it mean for the people originally when it was first written? The Bereans were famous for this in Acts chapter 17. It says that the people of Berea were more open-minded than those in Thessalonica, and they listened eagerly to the Apostle Paul's message. And I love what it says next. It says, they searched the scriptures day after day to see if Paul and Silas were teaching the truth. And it's important for all of us to do that in our own lives as well, to search the scriptures, to dig in and make sure that what we're thinking about, that what we're hearing from our sermons at church, make sure that it's actually biblical. After all, Jesus himself said, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So the Christian life isn't just about how you feel. It's not just about getting warm fuzzies at church. It's also about making sure that you're taking in truth because truth sets us free. Now, the next discipline is memorizing the word. And this is what I call reading for readiness. Here's the question you can ask yourself. Will you be able to recall this particular passage in a moment of crisis? You'll find scripture that is so important to you in your everyday life that you'll want to memorize it. Here's what it says in Psalm 119.11. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. And Jesus himself did this clearly because we see in Matthew chapter 4, during the time when he was in the desert, the devil came to him and he said, if you're the son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. Jesus, after all, was hungry. He was fasting. But Jesus told the devil this. He said no. And notice what he does next. He quotes scripture. He says, the scriptures say, People do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Now, I encourage you to read the rest of Matthew 4. And what you're going to learn is that Jesus himself, every time the devil tempted him, Jesus responded with scripture that he already had memorized. What's the takeaway for us? It's important in our lives to dig into God's word. And when we find those verses that are really meaningful to us and situations maybe that we struggle with in our lives, memorize it. That's what Jesus did. That's what we should do. And the fifth spiritual discipline around scripture is meditating on the word. And this is what I call reading for transformation. Will you allow the author of the passage, God himself, to do his work within you? That's really the whole point to all of these spiritual disciplines. The psalmist opens up his book in Psalm chapter one with these words, oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners or join in with mockers, but they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They're like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. And the author of Hebrews testifies, for the word of God is alive and powerful. It's sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. And this is what God's word is designed to do. It's not intended to stay on the surface. It's supposed to cut to the heart, to the deepest part of us, and challenge us where we're thinking wrong and ultimately where we're living wrong. And that's why Ortberg says this in his book, the goal is not for us to get through the scriptures, 
The goal is to get the scriptures through us. So let's go back to Romans chapter 12. Paul says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way that you think. The only way that you can have that happen in your life is to engage in the spiritual disciplines around scripture. Now, you can find more on this and on all of the spiritual disciplines at pursuegod.org forward slash breakthrough.